0: Warning, the podcast Under the Stairs is not safe for work We'll feature movie spoilers and language which most listeners may find offensive Brought to you in conjunction with Legion Podcast Network Welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs everyone and welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. I'm your host Duncan McLeish. Welcome to this very special kickoff episode for a brand new subset series. That's right, I don't like to do anything easy. Numbering the shows, that's, you know, it could be boring. It could be one, two, three, four, or we could create lots of subsets and then give them their own numbers and then before you know it, you don't know whether you're coming or fucking going. Let's do that. That sounds like fun. Um it has got so bad under the stairs, ladies and gents. So let me let me bring you in. Come in close. Come in close. Like turn your listening device up. Turn it up. Higher. Let me tell you a little story. A little story about me, a man who collects blu-rays. He loves to collect little He's like, oh what's that? Is that a new collection coming out? I'm gonna I'm gonna start investing money in that, and before you know it. You've spent a lot of money on Blu-rays which lie on a shelf, still wrapped in plastic. Which is basically my entire Blu-ray collection. Which is frustrating because the some of these releases I'm really genuinely pumped about buying when they come out. And then I buy them and bring them in and then I go on to do the podcast under the stairs and then I do movies that are not in my collection for some reason and then overcomplicate things. I don't know why. I don't know why ladies and gents, it's not fair, it's not fair on my poor wife, it's not fair on my house, it's not fair on the collection. For about the past two and a half years, maybe two, two and a half years, I have been collecting 88 films, Italian collection. The, the series of um, Blu-rays which come under their Italian button, which are mostly um, Italian, genre movies of the horror persuasion, sci-fi persuasion, crime, thriller, revenge, all those things that made the 70s and 80s kinda special in that part of the world. Um, 88 films have been shining a spotlight on some of them and giving them their own numerical run. At the date of this recording, which ladies and gents to give things away is the 25th of February 2018. They have currently 41 numbered Blu-rays in the, the series. They are still announcing more and as this series of episodes continues, um, we're gonna look at some of the future releases as and when they're them. but not on this episode. This one is giving you a bit of backdrop and then we're gonna tackle number one in the collection. That's right, this special subset series is gonna be looking at 88 films Italian series, the Italian collection, the Italian job, that's a, that's not what we're going to be doing, but it's a, a series of movies which uh, are out in Blu-ray, numbered, mo- most importantly they're numbered, and that's how they hook you, they put a wee number on that, and then you want all those numbers on yourself, and you want them to be sequential, and you don't want to miss one out, and they hook you in with that, bastards, but yeah, there are tons of movies already, 41 movies in this collection some of which I've seen and I'm very, very familiar with, some of which I know by reputation and some I have never fucking heard of before. Um, and like I say, the the styles of movies are everything from kind of uh, psychological or, or, um, or paranormal horror, kind of ghost stories, through to zombie movies, rape revenge movies, cannibal movies, sci-fi movies, crime movies, Jally, uh, Cops and Robbers, Um, the works, there's so much in this series and we're gonna be doing them all on this special run. Now, the plan is to do a minimum of one per month, which if you can do the math means we'll be doing this series for quite a while, but where possible, I'm gonna try and put out two a month every month until we're caught up uh, with the numbers that are out. Now, taking into account the amount that are out and how they release them. I reckon it's going to be over a year before we are caught up Uh, and at that point the bonus episodes will only be released as and when a new title comes out. So there we go. That's giving you a bit of background. Now from your point of view it would be ideal if you had the movie because I'm going to be talking about some obscure titles Um, and I'm also going to be spoiling them all. Now you may be wondering why is he spoiling them all Duncan? What are you doing? Well all these movies like I said are from the 70s and 80s it's kind of difficult to talk about how I feel about these movies in particular without really kind of swerving into spoiler territory Um, and if we're doing that we might as well say well they're older movies and anything is fair game. That being said though I am fully aware that some people might want to follow through with this series, very similar to what happened when uh, myself and Andy Blockley did the Doing the Nasty series, a lot of people followed us through, the titles they'd never heard before. If that is the case then I would say stop this episode, go away and find the movies, a lot of these movies exist on YouTube, um, but I would recommend Get Yourself Blu-ray and it doesn't have to be 88 Films, that's a a UK um, label, Uh, I believe in America Blue Underground have put a lot of these movies out and there are plenty of other ones out there, Vinegar Syndrome, Synapse, etc. All these companies are doing similar titles so you should be able to find them out there. I would imagine if 88 films have put them out on Blu-ray, they exist in Blu-ray from some other distributor somewhere else in the world. So yeah, I would advocate going and buying these movies because you're gonna have fun going through these with me. Some of them are bonkers. Um, some of them are a whole hell of a lot of fun. Some of them look downright weird, and um, all of the above do not quite uh, do not quite live up to the gravity of this very first one that we're going to be talking about on this run. So yes, yeah, so that's the backdrop. Uh, we're going to be working through my collection. I'm going to be lovingly removing the shrink wrap from each. Blu-ray as and when we go through watching them and then coming back and doing um, a little bit of chatter now what I will not be doing on this because this is podcast under the stairs and we uh, we like to grade things in terms of entertainment and enjoyment and not with the critical eye of dissecting everything I will not be grading things like the transfer the sound quality there are pages upon pages on sites like blu-ray.com which go into analytic detail as to whether or not the print is worth your money or whether the volume sound design is worth your money, if the remaster is good or if there's a better version out there. I will not be doing that, that's just not fun for me, it's just not something I want to do and to be honest with you, I'm not a guy who thrives on dissecting aspect ratio, Uh, I'm more interested in the movie itself. So if that's what you're looking for, I'm sorry, take to the internet, there'll be plenty reviews out there. I'm purely talking about the love of cinema on these episodes uh, and the love of a particular area of the world, Italy to be precise, um, which to me had one of the strongest runs of genre cinema of all time from the very late 60s through the 70s and right through those motherfucking 80s and um, 88 Films have dedicated uh, a a portion of their collection to that and that's what we're going to be doing on this show. Now, that being said, it's time to it's time to set up, before we take a break, what the movie we will be discussing on this very first episode. So it's disc number one, ladies and gents. Uh, disc number one is a little movie called Night Train Murders. You may know it by Last Stop on the Night Train. It goes by about another 20 names. Uh, most comically, Last House 2, um, because this movie was marketed in America as a sequel (laughs) to The Last House On The Left, it really isn't, it's more like a loose remake. Uh, Some people would like to use the word plagiarism but then again the same accusations were flung against Last House On The Left Um, so let's not go down that road but yeah we're going to be talking about The Night Train Murders from 1975 directed by a little guy called Aldo Lado We're gonna take our first break. You're gonna hear promos for shows that I love. You're also gonna hear the trailer for the Night Train Murders. When I come back, I'm gonna be discussing that movie right after this. Badasses, boobs, and body counts is a weekly podcast that discusses all things grindhouse, exploitation, drive-in, and B-movies. Your three hosts, Mike. We're we're gonna discuss the Rene Martinez directed picture, The Six Thousand Dollar last what? time wait whoa, whoa, whoa that's the name of the Super movie first that's, that's brother the name. when you that's start look the movie at your dvd cover when you start the movie the first thing that comes what up is the title and it says six thousand dollar mark and i've been around a girl stroking a horse's dick somehow somewhere down the line i'm gonna use that clip against you shh <laughs> please do and listener favorite iris the deployment sock and i'm like deployment sock what the fuck is a deployment sock he goes you know, you know that sock that you just use oh my god you guys are so gross come <laughs> see so it happens for real people do come inside will make you question your political correctness while laughing at theirs episodes drop sunday and can be found by searching for bb and bc podcast via iTunes, Lipson, Stitcher, Google Play Music, and everywhere else you can download quality podcasts from. You can also listen to episodes directly from the show's website at bbnbcpodcast.com. Hey, feeling down? Feeling low? Not enough podcasts about movies in your life? Why not try? They must be destroyed on Site! The new podcast cure all, sure to get you right with the world and on a path to better living. We have exploitation, we have Italian horror, we have zombies, we have slashers, we have crime films, we have spaghetti westerns, we even have sci fi and sex comedies. So take a dose of. They must be destroyed on sight! As needed, and let the hosts Lee Russell, Daniel Harper, Paul Romali, and the odd guest host cure what ails you. Warning, they cause atrophy. African consumption, black fever, bone shave, chin puff, colic, cramp colic, dropsy of the brain, elephantitis, grocer's itch, jaundice, mania, miasma, fortification, palsy, pox disease, rheumatism, scurvy, St. Anthony's fire, summer complaint, and worm fit in some people. Consult a physician before listening. It's the night before Christmas. Margaret and Lisa are going home for the holidays, but don't bother to wish them Merry Christmas. Their future isn't going that far. Let's find a compartment with there people. Well now, look who's here. You can say to yourself, it's only a movie. But it won't help this time. And don't waste time looking for an ending you can live with. I think you should take them right off, Peter. I will never see your little murkey. No. Let her do it by herself. Come on, you bitch. What are you waiting for? Your ticket takes you one stop beyond the end of the line. The last stop on the night train. Every seat in this theater becomes a coach seat to hell. And if you're in one, you'll feel it do it one way. Let's do it another. huh? You can say to yourself, it's only a movie. But it won't help. You'll know you've been closer to the last stop than any living soul would want to be. Hey. We'll only cut her a little. You'll see you'll love it once your virginity's gone. You know, I was to flower this way. Maybe this <laughs> is too close. Ah! 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 The last stop on the night train. And welcome back. So, here we go. This is disc number one in the Italian collection released by 88 Films. We're looking at... Night Train Murders, a.k.a. Ultimo Treno Della Naughty um, or Last Stop in the Night Train and like I say, a bit of a million other names you will see them all in the show notes all listed out tons and tons and tons of uh, of titles this one is technically a Christmas movie although I will say up front if you want to have a happy Christmas with your family and friends don't watch this movie um, this one is famously famously on the video nasties list it was banned for approximately a year before it was repealed um, and and allowed uh, general release but wasn't actually released uncut in the uk until i believe about 2008 i think shameless originally put this out on dvd uh, and then 88 films acquired the rights for blu-ray distribution and then they put the movie out Think that's what happened. Um, the internet is a bit sketchy on details but I do remember this being part of the, the Shameless series on DVD. Shameless is another company that do a ton of restorations in the the, the Italian uh, genre cinema. Specifically on DVD first and they've recently moved over to Blu-rays and by the recording on this date 25th February 2018. I think they've put out about six or seven Blu-ray titles but certainly they lost the rights to this movie out to 88 films. If you're going to create an Italian series, an Italian collection, the fucking balls on you to use this movie to kick things off. Now like I said um, up front, it's a kind of loose sort of remake of uh, Last House on the Left. Um, I would say this is a far gnarlier movie than Last House. Now I know people listen to this is like I can't believe Duncan said that you know but I do I genuinely do. Um, I have my issues with Last House on the left I think it's a phenomenal piece of exploitation cinema. I think tonally it's a bit weird and I think sometimes the tone has a counter effect to my overall love of the movie. I still think it's an incredible movie that really does set the benchmark for a decade of very, very, very hard to watch genre cinema. The thing about um, you know The Night Train Murders is Aldo Lado is maybe about three or four movies into his career at this point and visually is a stunning director. Like a lot of these Italian directors were doing so many different genres of cinema, they just jumped from job to job and as a result I think it gave them a better better appreciation for how to tell stories and they had a wide selection of cinematographers out there at their beck and call and as such you get some wonderful cinematography. This movie looks beautiful um, which is almost in stark juxtaposition to the content. So uh, let's give you some information listed on the IMDb's uh, for this movie. Ultimo Treno Della Notte, is it's original Italian name, uh, excuse my uncouth Scottish tongue. And like I said before, it is directed by Aldo Lado, stars Flavio Bucci, Machia Merrill, Giafranco Grassi, Enrico Maria Salerno, Maria Berti, Franco Fabrizzi, Irene Miracle uh, and Laura D'Angelo. Um The synopsis for this one, brief on IMDB which is good because we're going to do a bit of talking about what happens in this movie, it's a pair of psychotic hoodlums and their equally demented nymphomaniac women terrorise two young girls on a train trip from Germany to Italy and that is kind of what happens, there's a bit more in the subtext of the movie but superficially speaking it really is about these two kind of, it calls them psychotic hoodlums, I would say they are thugs who are given the right push and the right direction by a woman who is obsessed with sex aka Nymphomaniac and that push starts to put them on a road where none of them are prepared for it and the the, the cause and effect, what happens afterwards, leaves them all more than just a little bit scarred in one way or another. So we have these two innocent girls, very very sweet innocent girls, who um, I mean at least one of them is revealed as being a virgin, uh, are taking the train from Germany back home to uh, one of their very rich parents it's worth saying this because there is a there is this kind of subtext here about wealth um, versus the poor, uh, inequality. Um, there is like a nod at the church to an extent, and um, how society's rich prey on the poor. Um, it's no, you could say, no coincidence that the nymphomaniac women. Appears to be affluent, uh, and from money, and then very quickly assumes control of these two. Maybe less educated thugs, and starts dictating terms and direction for the violence, which escalates beyond their their kind of very petty crimes that we see at the start of this movie, where it's vandalism against a woman's fur coat, um, or robbing a Santa on the street who is collecting money for you, would assume charity. But, or, or even sneaking on the train to an extent, stealing food. All of it is kind of pettier uh, in the in the grand scheme of things until they, they, they meet up with the, the, the psychotic woman. But yeah, so these two girls are on this train trip. Um, it's a very busy train. There's a lot of issues with trains traveling and, and they're all crammed in. And this is where they first come across these two de- delinquent men. Um, and you can tell straight away there's something quite off about them, they are bullshy, um very, very near quite rapey actually and these two girls being concerned start to, to move away and the, the guys themselves have the, the run of the train so to speak and one of them ends up interacting with the woman who... Um, I think, at first, feels that she is threatened and then uses sex as a weapon to control the guy, which she duly does. And from that point, she kind of becomes the ringleader. And um, ultimately, this leads them to to, uh, accost to two girls in a different train carriage. And that's where things get pretty fucking grim. This movie is one of very few movies I can say hand on heart actually are displeasing or unpleasant to a point where I feel genuinely uncomfortable watching the movie um and that's not to say that I don't enjoy the movie I think the movie is an incredible bit of work but I think the setup and some of what the movie chooses to do in the telling of the story is is grim to a point of of you know, it almost turns me off. Um, Last House on the Left to me has a couple of iconic moments um, where I'm just like, it, it kind of breaks my brain watching it and, and really does bum me out. Uh, and all of them are at the start of the episode, in fairness, and most of them exist on the train in this movie. Um, when you watch ha- Last House on the Left, the, the, the forcing of a of a girl to urinate in herself, and... Um, or a woman being raped and then climbing into the water to kind of almost wash herself um, and ultimately ultimately being murdered by these criminals who for the most part don't appear to show the the shock and minor remorse that exists on uh, the night train murders in the case of this movie here um a kind of perverted older bystander is forced into the cabin and then made to rape one of the girls, um, the second girl is forced to remove her underwear and then is stabbed in the vagina with a with a knife which ultimately causes her to bleed out and die which they claim is by accident but it's this further escalation of the line we want to see what's between your legs and then ultimately to violate her with a knife. Is hard to watch, even considering you see very little. Is an incredibly uncomfortable scene to watch. The girl that's raped by the older man um, physically throws herself off the train into her death to get away from from the gang. The powerfulness of that scene, I think, to me speaks to why this movie is quite traumatic to watch. Um, Given the choice, she would rather she would rather do that than you know, than face these these attackers. Um, when they see how far they've went, ultimately they clean up the, the crime scene and try to act as if nothing has happened, as if this is one of these unfortunate since incidents. It just happens to have when you when you bump into strangers on a train. Um, but very much like the Last House on the Left, uh, they end up in a small town. And they ultimately are picked up by the parents of one of the murdered girls, who take them back to their chateau. Um, and you know that the one of them is a doctor who works on the the, the Nymphomaniac woman who has injured herself. And while we're there, we hear these stories coming out about you know an incident on a train, these dead girls, and ultimately up to the point where they they announce that you know the girl. One of the girls that is dead is their daughter, you hear it over the radio. Um, The old man who was forced to rape the younger woman who just gets off scot-free in this movie, just you know, he just fucks off a train and just you know, reports it anonymously to the police which is one of the many reasons this movie I think is so vulgar at times. Um, Because there are certain people that take part that don't get comeuppance mostly in movies that the bad people face some sort of judgment or some sort of wrath or some sort of penalty for their actions. There are two characters in this movie that don't, and the old man is one of them. He phones in and says, you know, I know who killed these these girls. Um, look for a, a woman in her 30s with blonde hair, and she's accompanied by two kind of thuggish men. And when that goes out over the radio, the, the doctor father realises that these are the people behind it. He goes to attack the woman who uses, uh, uses the best skills that she has of saying, oh you know, they, they threatened me. And look at me, I'm, you know, this this aristocratic woman. I couldn't be involved with this. Look at them, they're thugs. It's them that are involved. And she goes on to, to, to comfort the weeping mother of this you of this the, this child has been butchered. Um, she comforts them and then watches as the two assailants, who she has spurred on to these violent rapey killing crimes, to be murdered. That she even helps make sure one of them doesn't get a chance to point the finger at her. And ultimately this movie ends with the old man rapist not facing judgement and the woman being let off with everything. The nymphomaniac woman does not face judgement. Now interspersed in this movie we have, like I say, some subtext which looks at wealth versus poverty, um, how society sets them up, you know, the the kind of cause and effect of fascism, you know, Italy having been through a massive period of fascism uh, under Mussolini, and those after effects kind of trundle through quite a lot of the movies actually in the 60s and 70s, um, in the Italian output, because you've got a lot of these directors who lived through that, who are still kind of nodding to that in their stories, a lot of writers that lived through it as well um, that, that make reference to these things and all that exists on this train journey. This is essentially a last house on the left on a train, for all intents purposes. But I think Aldo Lado gives it, lifts it a bit more and gives it a bit more level of authenticity which ultimately makes the movie more sinister and I think more biting in its in its tone. I think you have some wonderful performances in this movie, like truly phenomenal performances in this movie. When you're looking at someone like Flavio Bucci, who plays Blackie in the movie, or Machia Mero who's the lady on the train, the nymphomaniac, who is genuinely a fucked up, horrible, narcissistic, evil character, um, and Curly played by Gianfranco Grassi, you have these three characters who I think fit the art, kind of archetypes of the characters from Last House on the Left but just have slight twists that make them... Like Flavio Bucci's character, Blackie, I think, how, how to word this, is charming in his own way, you know, he's kind of roguish, kind of lovable sort of smile but he's a, he's a fucking fucked up character. Um, Curly is the most simple of the three. He carries this harmonica, uh, which plays this score. Uh, which it's, it's worth saying in itself. This this movie, because Aldo Lado had a kind of a long-standing partnership with uh, Ennio Morricone, who sc- who scores this movie. So the score is fucking phenomenal. But you get this this kind of almost this play on the man with the harmonica. Uh, theme that uh, Morricone did for the Spaghetti Western movies you get that in this movie and Curly's character plays the harmonica whilst on the train and this almost signals as a recurring motif of music when they are close and when you hear that music you genuinely know something bad's gonna fucking happen Um, and then like I say you have the lady on the train herself played by Machia Mero who is this repulsive character and the three of them I just find infinitely more sinister than, than what you get in a movie like Last House on the Left and I know I'm making a lot of comparisons but that's the best comparison for me, if you cannot sit through Last House on the Left you will not make it through um, Night Train Murders, you just won't, you know, the subject matter is just as tough um, without the comical cops, you have none of that in this movie. And then when you expand that out, I think you have um, Franco Frabrizi who is the, the kind of the voyeuristic older man on the train who gets suckered into this, who doesn't need that much persuasion to, to rape a, a virgin girl on the train which is just horrendous, the whole scene is horrendous um, and it's tough subject matter to sit through, it's, it's a really really unpleasant little movie which is shot beautifully and I think that's what adds to it I know I've said that already but I genuinely, genuinely feel that way Aldo Lado I think is a phenomenal director he's one of these Italian directors that I feel get shortchanged it's because his career really took off just about the same time as Argento's and Argento goes on to be this rock star Um and while Argento has been a rock star you see the rise of people like Sergio Martino or Lucio Filci you know these big genre mainstays that Umberto Lenzi who's like well into his career by this point the Aldo Lado comes out and chips away and I think genuinely makes some incredible movies it kind of feels like he gets the short end of the stick um, as we're saying that we will be looking at um, Lado's first movie as part of this Italian collection, which I'm really looking forward to doing, uh, number twenty-one on the list is his uh, his, his debut, which is a jolly known as Short Night of the Glass Dolls, which I genuinely think is one of the better jallies in the entire subgenre. I think it's pretty incredible. One of the greatest "What the Fuck" moments at the end of a movie I've ever seen. So we will be coming back to look at him. But he did that movie, went off and did I think like a sex comedy and a crime movie and then comes back to horror to do night train murders and and dear god does he raise the bar just to a level which is to me almost unattainable in terms of the vile content. This movie was a video nasty and I genuinely think when we talk about video nasties it's possibly at the top. I, like, It's one of the most video nastiest nasty movies that ever ever video nastied the video nasties. Um, I think it's up there. I think it's maybe top five uh, video nasties in terms of content. Uh, if you've ever listened to Doing the Nasty, you hear me and Andy talk about this and how we just watched this movie and it just hit us in the face like a ton of bricks. It was the first time I'd watched the movie was for uh, that run of shows. I've seen it twice since, including once for this this particular recording, and I think it holds up. It looks great on Blu-ray. I'm glad it exists on Blu-ray. Um, the special features on the 88 Films disc, I think, uh, are a bit light. If you if you can com- if you're comparing it to some of the other companies, distributors that put out things, you do get a fantastic interview um, with Irene Miracle uh, who's one of the girls who, um, well she's the girl that throws herself from the train uh, to her death. It's a pretty fantastic interview actually, she talks about how she got into um, the Italian cinema scene, talks a a bit of her career, particularly her involvement with this movie and how little she knew about the content of the movie before starring in it. She also goes on um, to talk about some of her other experiences with other directors who will be featured um, in these runs uh, of shows, no doubt. But yeah, it's it's a pretty cool little feature, but that's all the feature bonuses you get out with trailers. So it's a bit light on bonus content. That being said, the movie itself being on Blu-ray, I think is pretty wonderful. You also, on this uh, particular Blu-ray have the option of you know watching it in its original language, which I am I am very much for that. You know, I I like watching um, Italian movies in their Italian language with English subtitles, um, but you have the option of watching it in English as well if you want. As we're saying, a lot of these movies from the time are. Uh, um, Overdubbed, the shot silent, and then the dubbing is done afterwards and post. So at that point, and you have a mixture of English and um, Italian-speaking actors and actresses. That watching either way doesn't necessarily <laughs> affect your overall viewing. Like the dubbing's still going to be off, regardless if an English character speaking and Italians coming out their mouth. So none of them are perfect by any stretch of the imagination. But that's just the, the... We're going to be dealing with it a lot, ladies and gents, as we go through this, this series. It is uh, a gnarly little movie. I think it really, really is this horrible, deviant piece of cinema, which is kind of phenomenal. You know, these movies can't be made now. That being said, I did see um, last year... Uh, a new movie which I thought was, was pretty fucking amazing by Paul Verhoeven uh, called Elle which has pretty graphic rape in that uh, and retaliation to an extent from from the character who's being raped that you can still do them I just don't think they are as gnarly as as the movies that were put out in the 70s particularly in the sort of rape revenge subgenre where this kind of lies to an extent but not really Um yeah it's a movie that that i think exists in the real world uh, in terms of just this this idea of human escalation and crimes and how people can in certain situations be geared or manipulated to do things out with their original intent that being said all three of the the killers are horrible fucking characters i think that's the ultimate gut punch at the end of the movie is the Arguably the worst one out the lot eh, can play the system in such a way that one, she's she's a woman, and, and two, she is she's clearly of money. That um, when push comes to shove, people will believe her over these two thug characters, and she walks away scot free. Which you know is the moral of the story. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's just this wonderfully bleak, bleak movie which. Yeah, it sets the tone ladies and gents for for the journey we'll be taking. So so yeah, that was um, a a very quick overview of Night Train Murders aka Ultimo Treno Della Notte, aka Last Stop on the Night Train with another million names tagged on the back of it. Um, As it currently stands just now, you can pick up this movie for a steal. Um, I think Amazon have it for about nine pounds. I think you can buy it directly off the 88 Films website for about eight quid. Um, and I'm fairly sure this exists somewhere out in the Americas and it's been out for a while again so you probably ought to pick this one up. Fairly reasonable. It does exist online. I don't advocate going to places like YouTube but you could check it out there. I say don't do that. I say buy the Blu-ray, sit down and watch it bum yourself out for the rest of the week and then just realise that if you have a shitty job it could be worse you could be on the night train if I had to grade this movie uh, so we do Netflix grades one through five and we do it more on the, the kind of emotional feels of the movie less on the technicalities and more how the movie makes you feel one hated it two didn't like it three liked it four really liked it and five loved it this movie's a four. I'd be hard-pressed to say I love this movie just because of the way it makes me feel. That being said, I really like what they do with it. I think it's an incredibly powerful bit of cinema um, that's handled not in a way which feels cheap at all. It feels like it, you know there's real care and attention put into this movie and a lot of the genre stuff, particularly from the 70s, fall into that category where there's far much, far more love given to these movies than necessarily they deserve. Um, but I can live with that and hopefully you can as well. So it gets a four out of five for me. So I'm gonna take my last break of the show. When I come back, I'm closing out right after this. You're listening to The Podcast Under The Stairs. And you've been listening to The Podcast Under The Stairs. This has been our very first instalment of the 88 Films Italian Collection series looking at disc number one Night Train Murders from 1975 directed by the great Aldo Lado. We have a tonne of movies to get through. Like I say, at this time of recording there are 41 titles available in this collection so if you do the math, if I'm doing two per episode, uh, per month sorry, if I'm doing two per month we have about 20 months worth of recording assuming they release no more and they will be so this series is going to run for a long, long time and hopefully you'll join me along with it. This one is a bit more obscure Some of these movies are going to be to the point where you're going to have to buy the 88 films blu-ray or hunt it down online if you want to discuss but i think there's an opportunity here for all of us to brush up on our italian genre cinema cred and that's not a bad thing at all because for every NAF movie out there there's a couple of hidden gems which we are going to find along the way so yeah that's that's what we're going to be doing this uh, first one was a rough one we are moving into one which is less rough a movie which I saw for the first time last year and uh, dug it a whole hell of a lot so um, we're, we're moving into Jally Territory which is my, it's my bow, it's the one that I love um, or my bay, I don't know I, I can't remember, I don't even know what the kids call their loves anymore it's The Bloodstained Shadow by Antonio Biddle we're gonna be looking at that one in March uh, and possibly the third disc as well which is Spasmo by Umberto Lenzi will also drop in March A slightly longer month which means we'll probably rattle through to in that one I hope you've enjoyed this one please please let me know if you have please let me know if you've one checked in Night Train Murders if you if you went through doing the nasty you've seen this movie you will have watched it as part of that journey uh let me know if you're getting a chance to watch it our buddy dave z over exploding heads had never heard of this movie before and he's added it to his list so it's one he will be checking out uh, so certainly feedback into this one i will read out feedback on this show so if you post it on the, the facebook group page or send me an email to podcast under at gmail.com we will be reading them out what you guys thought about previous episodes and we'll carry this through like i say tons of stuff coming up on this short sub-series, I say short, short in length not short in duration because we're going to be going on for a long time talking about these movies. The Podcast Under The Stairs will return tomorrow with a very special episode which through no fault of our own will feature two movies from this list actually, Um, don't worry if I have covered movies before on another show or even on this show Um, I will be still doing individual reviews as part of this subset so don't worry about that one. But I'll be joined by Ricky Morgan tomorrow and we will be looking at Burial Ground. Oh yes, we'll be looking at Burial Ground. Uh, And if that wasn't enough, we'll be looking at Zombie Holocaust as well. So uh, two Italian zombie movies post-Zombie Flesh Eaters. So it'll be interesting to see how much that movie had an effect although I think the zombie holocaust was made the same year uh, as zombie flesh Eaters, so maybe we back off on that one I don't know um, but it was certainly made in the same year so there we go uh, so we'll see how they all lie when we get to them and that episode drops tomorrow with Ricky Morgan. There's a multitude of ways to check out the podcast under the stairs as always I'll let you know that I think you should check us out through Apple Podcasts, come across, subscribe to the feed that way you get the episodes as and when they drop, access to the entire back catalogue of podcasts under the stairs content. Um, you also can leave us a rating and a review. I would say leave us 5 stars because we work very very hard, um, although that's just me and I should not be allowed to rate my own show for obvious reasons. But if it was five stars, for example, the more of them we get, the higher up the iTunes charts were pushed for people to come across and check out the show. Also leave us a review. It lets people know why you check out the show, why they should check out the show. It's free to do. It takes a couple of minutes of your time to type that in to iTunes. It means the world to us, and it is the best way to support this show. Come across and check us out in SoundCloud, Stitcher Smart Radio. You can check us out in Google Play and the TuneIn app come across to our Facebook group page, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash cast You can also visit our website tputzcast.com, interact with the buzz on the twin prongs of social media sexiness, which can be found at cast on both Instagram and on Twitter. So yeah, I'm going to jump out, ladies and gents, thanks very much for checking out and supporting this very first installment of our new sub-series, looking at the 88 Films Italian Collection one down 40 to go as long as they release no more tiles which they will you know they will but until i speak to you tomorrow wherever you are whatever the time zone is and whatever you're up to in this big bad world of ours please take care of yourselves this is Duncan McLeish broadcasting live from under the stairs and i'm sending off <laughs>